minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh, 
ריבונו של עולם, אם נדבר גלויות, לפעמים אין לי כוח בעולם חליות. אנא מפניך
other broken people Living our lonely lives All of the good and evil We are the broken people We are the broken people Wandering through the night Longing for what is needful We are the broken people Turn around, turn around and fight them. Some say, close your eyes and pray. Some wave a big white flag, screaming with surrender. Some quit, calling it a day. Just keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on moving, waters fade away. Keep on moving, roll it on. Don't stop for the ocean. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep on moving till you find your way.
walk away There's just nothing about survival Some say Doesn't really pay Some hold on tight screaming Can't change my nature Some say we just can't find our way Just keep on moving, roll it on Don't stop for the ocean stop, stop, stop. Keep on moving, waters fade away Stop for the ocean Stop, don't stop Keep on moving till you find your way Trust in him, waves are crashing but we're coming in Got my eye on the prize, won't stop for the lies I'll be running down this path till he opened my eyes Clouds are dark, I can't see a thing But I wait to see the light that my faith will bring There they are, stars of the 2021 Kosher Halftime Show. How do I know? I know. <laughs> I know they're going to be amazing and great. Eighth Day, brand new with a song entitled Rollin' here at JM in the AM. Rollin'. Uh, that's brand new. It literally just came out. Uh, eighth day here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Ellie Schwabel with Hole With You. That's brand new. I actually played the Cave song from Journeys 3 in honor of Ellie uh, before I played Ellie's song. So that was Journeys with Cave. Avi Kraus, Nissan Black together. Brand new. Best of all days. Ayeka, that's Ishai Rebo and Shuli Rand. Eitan Katz and his orchestra with Hupkasak. Great version. From a couple of years ago, live version. Hodulo, done by Ellie Gerstner and Shlomo Schachter. That's brand new. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this January 27th, day 14 in the month of Shvat. The year 5781. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. We'll remind you about the uh, different activities that Yad Vashem has uh, undertaken. They're doing a whole bunch of nice things online as it's International Holocaust Remembrance Day on the 27th of January. It's the 14th of Shvat. Tomorrow is Tu B'Shvat. We'll speak to Russell Robinson today in the 8 o'clock hour. And tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten and I are going to be presenting a Tu B'Shvat special, unlike any other. Um, so get set to enjoy. 34 degrees, sunshine tomorrow, or sunshine this morning, rather, <laughs> with increasingly cloudy weather later on and a high temperature of 41 
Tonight, cloudy and a low of uh, 29. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high. Thursday of 34 degrees. Ushalayim is at 67. We're at 34 here in New York City. As we say good morning here at JM in the AM. Um, so, Tubishvat special tomorrow. Russell Robinson of JNF later today. Told you about um, International Holocaust Remembrance Day on this January the 27th. We'll talk a little bit about Yad Vashem later on. Bruce Teitelbaum is going to join us. It's been a while since he's been on this show. And uh, he has been outspoken regarding a couple of issues. Um, and we'll get him on about 7.45 this morning here at JM in the AM. He'll be with us uh, to discuss some of the important calls to action that we need to emphasize. So that'll be happening later this morning right here at JM in the AM. So plenty happening. Kosher Halftime Show is February the 7th, presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. A lot of great sponsors. Last night I got a preview of the uh, eighth day performance. A lot of cool stuff. And uh, we're looking forward to a great Kosher Halftime Show. It's Tampa Bay, it's Kansas City, and it's KHS. Kosher Halftime Show 2021. Eighth consecutive year, starring eighth day. There you go. Simple as that. Um, so there you have it. Uh, more coming up here at JM&AM. This is a brand new selection of a gentleman named uh, Menachem Weinstein. A gentleman named Menachem Weinstein has a brand new song. It's called Highway. Here it is on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Angels in the sky In a garden full of glory The galaxies so brilliantly related Ultimately high On that first page of our story Till the time our parents were created And his brother came Through a blow so mad and chilling Tragically He never did recover Oh, it's really so insane All our selfishness that's killing That stranger who's our sister and our brother So listen, brother, listen, friend Just a little smile, a helping hand And we all Joined in to heal him And each one shed his tears They all shared in the legacy Of their Rebbe through the years Never judge another And help all those in need Fear Hashem above the one that sees So look beyond the outside To that which lies within See what someone could become Instead of what he's been Share the light of Torah Ignite the spark inside Reach out and share that special gift of
to a foreign land Sits and Davids an older man You're amazed at his life of simplicity How his words reach you with sensitivity And your eyes recognize as never before That the dream that he prays for is yours Miles apart, close at heart Feel the bond as one from the start Although mountains and oceans are in our way We are joined from the time of that wondrous day When at Sinai we learned the path we would take That the chains of our past would never Place in the 
Last night, you got in a fight. You said things you knew you'd regret. You went to your room and you slammed the door shut, wishing that you'd never met. You know that it's wrong. You've been friends for so long to bicker and argue this way. So get off the bed and walk up the block. You'll knock on his door and you'll say, "Friends will be there through the good times and bad. Laugh with you and cry when you're sad. Who cares who was wrong? Been friends for so long. The Olaf told." Why let yourselves drift apart? We've been out of touch. I miss you so much. Friendship is worth more than you'll ever Inside, through the heart of a Jew, open up its many doors, and the soul that you'll see there inside is a reflection of yours. For each soul is a part. To each other, we are all part of one another, and we have always been one. We are one since way back in time, unified at our start. We began. Forever.
ראיתי אור של דמדומים ברוח עצומה נשווה. בתוך השקט המשמין, חשב עם מחשבה. שמתוך הריסות של חלום ישן שמת, אני יכול כאן לגלות מהי האמת, מהי האמת.
JM in the AM, Idan Chadash, done by uh, Duvi Shapiro here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Baruch Levine with the Achdos medley off of uh, Off the Record, his brand new album. And Menachem Weinstein was in there with uh, his brand new one entitled Highway here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galaitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. לקראת הערכת הסגר, המשנה המנכ״ל משרד הבריאות, הפרופסור איתמר גרוטו, טוען אצל אמיר איבגי בגלי צהל, אנחנו עוד לא רואים את האפקט של החיסון, עלינו לראות ירידה משמעותית במספר החולים במצב קשה. אחד זה באמת האמת שהחל שינוי בווירוס, יש לנו פה משהו שרץ יותר מהר. מהצד השני יש לנו את הסגר, שהוא עובד בצורה, נקרא לזה, לא מלאה, ומה שאנחנו מפקים בעצם לראות זה שיש לנו ירידה במספר החולים הקשים. זאת אומרת, אנחנו עוד לא רואים את האפקט של החיסון, כי עדיין לא הצטברה מסה מספקת של אנשים שקיבלו את מלוא החיסון בזמן. ובצד חילוקי הדעות בין נתניהו לגנץ, הממשלה צפויה ככל הנראה להתכנס מחר כדי לדון בהארכת הסגר. כתובתנו המדינית, מוריה אסרף וולדברג, דיווחה הבוקר שבעקבות ההתנגדות הנחרצת של כחול לבן, במשרד הבריאות בוחנים הארכה מצומצמת יותר של הסגר, ייתכן שבין שלושה לחמישה ימים. לראשונה אותרו מקרים של הזן הדרום אפריקני בבדיקות אקראיות. פרסם את הפרטים כתבנו לענייני בריאות יובל שגב. בבדיקות ריצוף שבוצעו בלי קשר למקרי הזן שאותרו בארץ עד כה, התגלו לראשונה שלושה נשאים שלו שאינם קשורים למקרי עבר. בכך מסתמן כי מערכת הבריאות איבדה את המעקב על התפשטות הזן הדרום אפריקני בארץ, שנחשב למסוכן יותר, והולך חשש כי הוא התחיל להתפשט בקהילה. מעצרו של חשוד נוסף בהצתת האוטובוס בבני ברק הוארך עד ליום ראשון. בדיון אמר הטוען המשטרתי כי בידי המשטרה ראיות למעורבות של החשוד בעבירות ההצתה ויש סרטונים המתעדים אותו. מנגד החשוד מחיש את המעשים וטוען שהיה במהומות באזור אולם רק צילם את ההצתה. כתבנו בן נצר מוסיף כי נגד החשוד יש כתב אישום נוסף בגין שימוש בחומר דליק. בחירות 2021, יושב ראש תנופה, חבר הכנסת עופר שלח, קורא אצל יעל דן, עלינו ליצור חיבור עם מפלגת העבודה. הסכים לשבת תחת מרב מיכאלי. יש חיבור טבעי בין תנופה לבין מפלגת העבודה ולבין הישראלים. החיבור המשולש צריך לקרות בעוד דקה. את תנועת העבודה צריך להקים מחדש, ואין לי שום בעיה לשבת תחת מרב מיכאלי. שום בעיה. אני נכנס לחדר ללא דרישות מוקדמות. מזג האוויר עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, במהלך הלילה יחל לרדת גשם מצפון הארץ ועד לצפון הנגב. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Ani ayoyim yelindetiho 
J.M. and the A.M. Shlaimy Gertner with Happy Birthday. Go to the NSN app and you'll see that uh, Sandy Rosenwasser gets a happy birthday today. Uh, listener Berecka asked us to say happy birthday to Sandy. Happy birthday, Sandy, from all of us here at J.M. and the A.M. In fact, Yitzhak says, good morning, Nahum. Could you please play Happy Birthday from Shlaimy Gertner? Well, there it is. Request fulfilled. Good morning. Seven minutes after seven o'clock. Today is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And in advance of um, of this important day, Yad Vashem, the World Holocaust Remembrance Center 
uploaded a, a new online exhibition entitled "My Lost Childhood," telling the stories of seven, uh, telling the stories of seven homes that were established across Europe in the immediate aftermath of the Holocaust to help children who were um, in tremendous need of medical, psychological, and educational help. Through the voices of survivor testimony, as well as artifacts, photographs, and documents from Yad Vashem's unrivaled collections, this moving exhibition brings to life the terrifying ordeals of the children brought to the homes and how they were gently assisted, often by survivors themselves, to re-enter normative society. Visit Yad Vashem's website for information about the Holocaust, commemorative activities for International Holocaust Remembrance Day, which is today, and for more online exhibitions. Check it out. It is um, it is yadvashem.org.il, yadvashem.org.il. Again, today is World Holocaust International Remembrance Day 2021. And uh, all teachers and principals and everybody out there is uh, encouraged to check out what Yad Vashem has to offer, especially on a day like today. Uh, tomorrow's our Tubishvat special here at JM the AM. Russell Robinson of JNF USA will join us later on today. And tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten and I will celebrate Tubishvat together with you between six and nine AM. And I certainly hope you'll uh I certainly hope you'll join us. After all, Tubishvat is one of our if I say so myself, one of our amazing um shows of the year, one that everyone's always talking about. So get ready to celebrate Tubishvat with us starting tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. And a special shout-out to Aaron's Casino Farms. You know I spend a lot of time in Aaron's Casino Farms. I make no secret of that. Um, I am there at least once a week, and um, they are such an amazing resource to get everything you need under one roof for um, for kosher families. Simple as that. Uh, if you're anywhere near Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens, make sure to stop by. I'm bringing it to your attention today, especially because Aaron's in Queens has a brand new Shook. They're celebrating their 11th anniversary, and they've installed a brand new Shook inside Aaron's Casino Farms. I've seen this in action. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's a wide assortment of Israeli nuts and candy, chocolate, dried fruit, spices. And now that it's, you know, Erev to Bishvat, I figured it's a good day to to promote this and let people know if you have a chance to stop by there today to get some great uh, Tubishvat um, uh, delicacies, go ahead and do so. They have fresh nuts roasted on the premises, halva, baklava, infused teas, and much, much more. It's all happening at Aaron's Casino Farms, Casino Boulevard in Queens. We highly recommend it. We spend a lot of time there, and uh, really a uh, it's just a, a great, great place. Wonderful shopping experience. Check it out, and when you're there, wish everybody a happy to Bishvat. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, as we uh, continue. Oh, by the way, you know that our friends at Art Scroll give you um, a 10% off across the board, uh, free shipping, 10% off, no minimum when you use promo code radio. There's another category you need to know about for this week at artscroll.com. And let me give that to you. Uh, right now, Art Scroll has a sale that goes through February the 10th, that goes through February the 10th, 30% off on all Talmud and Mishnah. Talmud, Mishnah, Ein Yaakov, Tosvos, the Art Scroll iPad, 30% off 
Talmud and Mishnah sale across the board. So even we, even we all, always use promo code radio, but if you're buying a Mishnah or a Talmud, it's not going to help. We can't do better than this. 30% off across the board on everything having to do with Mishnah and Talmud. Pretty amazing. Details, go to artscroll.com. Again, go to artscroll.com. Always toss in promo code radio. You never know. Always toss in promo code radio and order whatever you need and enjoy. It is uh, pretty remarkable, frankly. 30% off on old Mishnah and Talmud. I mentioned that Russell Robinson is going to join us later on. Our world has been turned upside down, and like you, we miss seeing friends and family, and we think of them every day. So this Tu Bishvat, the new year for the trees, JNF USA says, for those who can't, for those you can't see, plant a tree. What a meaningful way to spread the love and let the people you care about know you're thinking of them. It's easy. Visit jnf.org slash trees or dial 1-800-542-8733 and choose a certificate to send to your friends. We'll get a lovely, thoughtful gift from you, and you'll help green the land of Israel. It's a win-win situation. Visit jnf.org slash trees, jnf.org slash trees, or 1-800-542-8733, Three, three. And like I said, we'll speak to Russell Robinson later on. And a big thank you to JNF for sponsoring our Tubishvat special coming up tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. All right, are we caught up? I think we're caught up on everything. Uh, this is a classic, an absolute classic from Journeys. Now that we've pulled out Journeys volume number three, which we did earlier last hour, uh, now I'm going to play some of the classics from it. This is an absolute classic that a lot of teenagers today are discovering. A lot of teens are discovering this song. Uh, here it is at JM in the AM. We grew up together in New York City. Oh, how the time has flown by. We were inseparable, closer than brothers, my best friend Sammy and I. We'd play by the oak tree in back of my house, tossing a ball to and fro. Each one of us dreaming, pretending to be the great Joe DiMaggio. One day we each bought a package of tops And opened them under the tree Look Sam, I've got Joe DiMaggio's card And he was so jealous of me I lovingly hid it deep inside my drawer Where it would be safe as can be And I vowed I would keep it forever and ever It was so precious to me It was so precious to me When we grew older Yeshiva, the change could be seen from the start. Sam loved to stay. 
study while I love to daydream. Slowly we drifted apart. I watched him grow in his learning and faith with a mixture of envy and pride. I realized with sadness no more could it be my best friend Sammy and I. Many years passed as I watched my own children playing outside in the yard. I remembered the friendship of long, long ago and the great Joe DiMaggio's car. Collectors would come, they would knock at my door. Letters arrived in the mail. We'll pay half a I'd answer them, it's not for sale. Reading the papers from time to time, of events in the life of my friend. He became Rosh Yeshiva, our old school. A leader of men, but there was a fire that ravaged his school, and it just might break his heart. So I reached in my drawer and I said my goodbyes to the great Joe DiMaggio's car. One day my grandson came home from yeshiva holding a car. Shmuel is one of the G'daylim And I'm giving his car to you I lovingly hid it deep inside my drawer It would be safe as can be And I vowed I would keep it forever and ever It is so precious to me it is so very precious to me. Simply, I need 
pretty good, huh? Yaakov Shweki with the Chabad medley off of the uh, album entitled Those Were the Days. Is that volume? What the first? Oh, yeah, Those Were the Days, volume number two. Those Were the Days, volume number two, as we all find that. Avram Avram Freed with Atata. You heard Joe DiMaggio's card, the classic from Journeys, volume number three here at JM in the AM. How do you like that? Don't forget, we have a service uh, where you could, um, if you're looking for a job, you could send us your resume, anything in the uh, Jewish not-for-profit um, professional realm. We send on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Everything else, we try our hardest to match people up with employment during these difficult times. It's uh, resume at nachomsegel.com. Resume at nachomsegel.com. Get them to us. You never know. We have helped people on the road to employment. So resume at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, please keep in mind, Rifka Naomi Bas Shulamis Khana having surgery today. Again, that's Rifka Naomi Bas Shulamis Khana. We have a request for Take Me Home by Ari Goldwag. We'll see if we can get to that. Uh, listener Willie says, good morning all from beautiful Boca Raton. All right, Boca, checking in. Spread the word down there in Boca. We have the potential for tremendous listenership there. I should send listener Willie some uh, listener cards to give out in Boca. And um, listener Nahum says that and the ninth man, I'm assuming he means Joe DiMaggio's card and the ninth man, are a couple of Journey's classics. Today's International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Remember to go to the uh, website, uh, yadvashem.org.il, yadvashem.org.il. They have a couple of really amazing online exhibitions that they've done in honor of International Holocaust Remembrance Day 2021 on this January the 27th. Russell Robinson, JNF USA, will join us later on this morning. JNF is sponsoring our Tubishvat special tomorrow. Mayor Weingarten and I will be celebrating Tubishvat. I certainly hope you'll be with us tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 right here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zebner V'Yosef Levi and Zechonishmas Esther Basra V'Yosef Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read a Pasuk in Devarim, Ubikashta Misham, from there you will see Kashem, Umatsasa, and you will find him, Kisidrashenu Bechol Levavcha Bechol Nafshecha, because you sought him out with all your heart and all your soul. The Vilna Goin asked the question, why does it begin in Loshan Rabin, the plural, Uvikashtem, and you will seek him out. However, in the middle of the Pasuk, it says Umatsasa, and you will find him. That is in Loshan Yochid, or the singular tense. The Goin says that the reason is because we have a Gemara. It says in the Talmud and Rosh Hashanah, this one, prayed and was answered. This one prayed and was not answered. Why was the first one answered and the second one wasn't? Because one prayed a tefillah shlema, a complete prayer. He or she was answered. Vizelo ispalel tefillah shlema, but the one that did not pray a complete prayer, lo nana, that person was not answered. What's the difference between the two prayers? One had proper kavana, the feeling and the intention, and the second was, as we say, mitzvah anoshim ilumuda. It was just going through the motions. Because of that, the pasuk says, Ubi kashtem. There will be many who will pray, but 
Only those that pray with great kavana, only those that are devoted to their prayer, certainly will be answered. The Shartzion Balacha answers that if an individual only prayed with his mouth, it is not considered shlema because his heart is absent. And Hashem requires the service of the heart. We find that when Chana went to Shiloh with Elkanah, she was observed praying by Elia Kohen. So the Pasuk says, We saw that Chana was praying. Only her lips were moving. However, you could not hear her voice. One can never tell the effect of even the simplest person's prayers. No one should ever be discouraged, God forbid, but to remember that each and every day we have a power beyond human comprehension of praying. It once happened that a two-year-old boy was brought to the Chassam Sofer. He was a Cholim Masukon. He was a dangerously ill child. The doctors had completely given up on his life. The Chassam Sofer locked himself up in the room. He prayed from the depths of his heart. He cried. When he came out of the room, he said, For this child, I asked for a yoival, meaning 50 years. The child grew up to be the great Ksav Sofer. He left this world at the age of 52. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
times a day will turn this way. Our hearts will pray, our lips will say, Emesh Kochich. Quest with Ari Goldwagon, Take Me Home. Good Erev Tu Bishvat song as we pine for the Holy Land. Those of us who are outside of the Holy Land want to welcome those who are in the Holy Land as well to our broadcast. A lot of people tuned in right now. In Israel. Uh, today's International Holocaust Remembrance Day 2021. Go to the Yad Vashem website, yadvashem.org.il, yadvashem.org.il, and check out the uh, different things that they've uploaded, different online exhibitions, and uh, really important, uh, really important presentations for this International Holocaust Remembrance Day. JM and the AM on a Wednesday. Reminder that our friends at Eichler's shop. Eichlers.com. Again, shopeichlers.com are the world's largest online Judaica store. They do have they do have the 20% off Gartel sale going on right now, but the other news that's important is that site-wide you'll save like crazy with amazing uh, prices, everything you can imagine in so many different categories. Check it out. Go to shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com, and one of their amazing features is their same-day delivery to places like 
Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson. Yes, I said it. I said it. All those places, same day delivery. Go to shopbyclothes.com, shopbyclothes.com. Proud sponsor of ours here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. Tomorrow, our big Tubishvat special here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. You don't want to miss it, that I can tell you. You don't want to miss it. I better I better make sure to get Buxer. You know, I'll never otherwise I'll never uh, I'll never live it down. I'll never live it down if I if I do tomorrow's show. If I do tomorrow's show and I don't have Buxer, that would be that would be crazy. Mayor Weingarten is gonna be uh he'll do to me what I do to him regarding the um the Tubishvat Higia song. <laughs> Always reminding him about the proper words because of a Silly mistake years ago. He's a good sport about it, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, I do want to remind everybody that, you know, because tomorrow is Tubishvat, if you're anywhere near Aaron's Casino Farms today, make sure to go in. Make sure to go in. They have brought the Shook to you. Who doesn't want to go to a Shook the day before Tubishvat, obviously, for all the dried fruit and all the delicious uh, Israeli nuts and spices and candy and chocolate? They've got it all. Fresh nuts roasted on the premises. It's a shook literally in the middle. You'll see it there in the middle of Aaron's Casino Farms on Casino Boulevard out in Queens. And uh, I get there a lot. I don't know how often you get there, but trust me, it's an amazing shopping experience. And now they've added this where they've brought the shook to you. It's It's even more amazing. So if you're looking for a wide assortment of Israeli nuts, candy, chocolate, dried fruit, and spices, plus fresh nuts roasted on the premises, and halava, Baklava. I saw some of the halva last Friday when I was at Aaron's. I, I resisted, but I don't think it'll. I don't think I'll be able to resist this week. <laughs> I don't think so. Halva, baklava, infused teas, and plenty, plenty more. Check out the shook, and um, you'll find it at Aaron's Casino Farms in uh, in Queens, New York. And happy Tubishvat to everybody. Wednesday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM. And um, yeah, tomorrow our Tubishvat special. I told you about the big art scroll sale, all Mishnah and Talmud 30% off between now and February the 10th. Go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. You never know. First of all, if it's not Mishnah or Talmud, you'll save 10%. No minimum free shipping if you use promo code radio. But on the Mission and Talmud sale, unbelievable. Unbelievable. 30% off across the board. Pretty crazy, I must say. By the way, NCSY has announced that their annual uh, summer Purim raffle, the annual NCSY summer Purim raffle, is now underway. Uh, First prize, free NCSY summer program. Second prize, tickets for two to Israel. And the third prize, the $500 Visa gift card. Uh, Go to the uh, summer NCSY site. Um, and um, and purchase your tickets. Um, the drawing is going to be held Tanis Esther. Thursday morning, Tanis Esther. Uh, only because the, usually we do it Shushan Purim, but Shushan Purim is Shabbos. So we're going to do it Tanis Esther Thursday morning, February the 25th, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. We'll announce the winners and uh, congratulate everybody on that big victory. Thanks to NCSY. And thank you, uh, David Cutler and NCSY Summer. Uh, more coming up at JM in the AM. Uh, Bruce Teitelbaum is going to join us next. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Milach Cohn with that selection entitled Yoimum. Take Me Home was Ari Goldwag. Uh, well, I, I reacted to a couple of things that happened recently here in New York City uh, that, frankly, I was shocked that more Jewish leaders and more uh, outspoken uh, people in our community did not react to, and that's pretty sad, honestly. It was wonderful to see uh, that my old friend Bruce Teitelbaum, uh, who's a uh, an entrepreneur in New York City, but you remember as uh, chief of staff to Mayor Giuliani during one of the most amazing eras in New York City history, frankly. Boy, do we pine for those days, don't we? Uh, Bruce reacted, and Bruce reacted to what I posted, both about uh, an outrageous comment by a new congressman here in New York and also about uh, the fact that Andrew Yang, I have to assume, has come under tremendous fire for a statement he made recently in terms of being anti-BDS. And I was wondering, where is everybody? Where is everybody thanking him for a comment like that? For comments about all of this, I've invited Bruce Teitelbaum on the air to discuss it with us here at JM in the AM. Bruce, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It, it feels like yesterday, Nathan. Thank you. It, it's I, I can't even start. <laughs> if, if I start going down that road, we'll be reminiscing for hours. So. <laughs> but when I say, by the way, when I say golden era of New York City, I would assume you would agree with that wholeheartedly. Well, it, it was certainly the golden era for the Jewish community, and I think in generally it was a great time for the city of New York. Um, what you mentioned earlier really disturbed me so much. I mean, here you have a newly elected congressman from Riverdale, this guy Bowman, who replaced Elliot Engel, who was yeah. a great friend of the Jewish community, chairman of the House Foreign Relations Committee. And, and yet the Jewish community did not rally behind Elliot, who was a great friend. Um, he's gone. And in his place, a guy who thinks it's important to comment, uh, slander, frankly, the Jewish people in Israel about a vaccination plan in Tel Aviv. It was bizarre. It was amazing. And I didn't hear anyone from the Jewish community come up and speak out against this guy. Uh, it really disturbed me. I expected from Rashida Tlaib and from um, Elon Omar, I expected from Joaquin Castro. But when a congressman from New York representing a community where there are lots of Jews feels that he can make a comment like that with impunity, Malcolm, that's the problem. When, when he does something like that, and believe me, I know politics, I know government, people are watching. Other folks around New York, elected officials, people running for office were watching. And when no one said anything, no one from the organized Jewish community came out and opposed this guy, that sent a message. And it's a bad message. And now you're going to see other folks doing similar things, like the DSA in New York, the Democrat Socialists, are sending a questionnaire around to people running for public office wanting to know, will those people commit to boycott Israel? Not visit Israel. Right. That's happening right now. A lot of problems, Nachum. Yeah. Um, Bowman's comment, by the way, and I don't have it in front of me, and I wish I did, but uh, essentially, folks, he was um, criticizing the state of Israel and Prime Minister Netanyahu uh, for not um, uh, moving forward on vaccinations for uh, people in the PA, which, by the way, is not Israel's responsibility. Their responsibility is to Jewish and Arab residents and other residents of Israel. 
uh, and then use the word occupation, something like, uh, you know, this is uh, this is how uh, uh, th- this is why the occupation has to end, etc. Now, again, just that term that he was able to get away with it, being a congressman from Yonkers, Riverdale, New Rochelle, etc., is pretty outrageous. I, I mean, I I've I've really heard no reaction. I don't know if my friends up north in Westchester County and the rabbis up there have, in fact, reached out to him or not. But I just haven't heard any reaction out there from anybody. And I think the other story, Bruce, is sort of the same thing. And I'll tell you why I feel that way. The other story is that Andrew Yang, who's running for mayor of New York City, uh, made it clear that he's an anti-BDSer, which is a pretty sensitive position to take right now in this progressive atmosphere. Uh, and uh, ha- and saw no reason why New York shouldn't be dealing with Israel in terms of uh, economics and business, etc. And uh, I would assume, I just have to assume, that he's come under tremendous fire by the progressive wing, the dominant wing at this point, of the Democratic Party. Yeah. E- e- and I think both stories are the same. I think Jewish leadership, including, including the organizations that you, in your tenure at City Hall, remember always being active, always reacting in a positive manner to someone's uh, comments like Yang's and always reacting in a strong manner to someone's comments like Bowman's, they're just not there. Nobody's saying anything or getting out there publicly to condemn when someone should be condemned or when to praise when someone should be praised. Totally agree, which is why I commend you for for speaking out and for inviting me on. And Andrew Yang, who I spoke to several weeks ago, deserves a lot of credit because you're right. He's getting blasted um, in Twitter world and on social media. And um, listen, I was in, I went to Israel a couple of years ago. Um, I happened to be there where the JCRC was running a mission, and they brought about 15 city council people there, including the speaker of the council, Corey Johnson. And I remember speaking to at least a half a dozen of the council persons who told me that they were vilified in their communities. They said they've never been attacked so viciously by the activists for having the audacity to visit Israel. So. Yang, when he came out in support or opposing BDS and in support of Israel, he did take a lot of heat. And I don't know, I haven't spoken to him in the last couple of weeks, but I don't know how many calls he got from Jewish leaders and rabbis commending him for for taking that position, which, by the way, took a lot of courage in the climate that we're in today. You're right. Uh, By the way, we did invite him on. We invited Andrew Yang on through his representatives. We were told maybe in a few weeks, and I was like, you know, but trust me, it's worth a three, four. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. I will make sure that Andrew goes in your show. I appreciate that. I said to them, you know, it's worth his three, four minutes to to get a clip of you know me thanking him that we could then send to everybody in the Jewish world as a lesson to how people should be reacting to this gentleman. Uh, and will, I know, and I know this controversy. I know people on Facebook have written about other things that he has said about the Jewish community, etc. But I thought you explained really well. But look, the bottom line is he's being outspoken in a really tough atmosphere for him about being anti-BDS. It is a position that is not very popular these days. It's true, and, and again, to the point I made earlier, it's important that folks, politicians, and others see that the organized Jewish community does support its friends and does support people who take positions uh, of conscience. So a lot of folks are going to watch, and they're going to see now. Yang came out, made that comment, took that very, very important stand. Now a lot of folks are going to watch and see, well, what's the reaction going to be? And frankly, politicians do things in a very calculated way. If they see that Yang, there's no upside for him for doing this, 
that in the future they may not say anything that's supportive. If they see that the Jewish community rallies around Yang, thanks him for saying what he did, well, there's an upside. Yep. And that's the way politics works. You know that, Nachum. Sure. You know, I, 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 there are a couple of things that are so different from, again, when you were in City Hall. One of the things that bothers me, and maybe you could help explain this, how we got to this point, from what I am told by Jewish leaders in the Queens area, it's impossible to get a meeting with AOC. She has no interest in speaking to anybody who is orthodox, no, that she knows is going to represent a pro-Israel position, etc. It's impossible to get a meeting. I would assume it's almost the same, if not the same now, with this new congressman, Bowman. Now, you have to remember, uh, there was an era for a long, long time in this city and in this state where, at the minimum, people who were you know, on the other— I- I'll give you a perfect example. My congresswoman, Velasquez. She never hesitated. She was anti. She was pro the Iran deal. She knew she had constituents on Grand Street right here who were not happy with it, and she met with us. She met with us in a in a nice bakovadik, as we would say in our lingo, a nice twenty person forum, and you know, and and she ended up voting for it. But there's a different relationship now between our community and her because there's been this you know get together, get together of understanding. Let's put it. Now you can't even get a meeting. With these yeah. people, I, are, are we so weak politically now in this city and in this state that they don't see the value of just getting together with Jewish leaders, even those who may disagree with them? Well, well, pretty much. And there were two things there. First of all, um, unfortunately, the Jewish community um, politically has become weaker and weaker. The, the dirty little secret is we don't vote, uh, and politicians pay attention. And second of all, and I can't speak specifically about AOC, but the whole new a group of elected officials, um, DSA folks, people on the extreme left of the party, you got to understand their mindset. They want to deconstruct the existing order. For them, the old coalitions and the alliances and the way things were done are bad, and they want them destroyed. So there is no reason why a lot of these folks meet with Jewish leaders or, or a coalition of, of different ethnic groups. They don't care. They have an agenda. Um, they think the way things have gone off the past 10, 20, 30 years is wrong. It's the old way of doing things, and they want a new pathway forward. So they just don't care. Um, and, I mean, you know this, Nachum, it's inconceivable that even 10 years ago you would have um, elected officials or people running for public office who would sign a pledge not to visit Israel. Yeah. It would never happen. But today the people signing those pledges say there's no downside. So why not do it? That's yeah. the problem. And uh, I know that, I mean, our own mayor here in New York City and so many others who, again, people in those positions years ago would have at least taken a meeting, would have at least been in a dialogue. They have no interest in it right now. No. No, there's, there's, no, there's no, it's not like it was years ago. Yeah. Um, people are in the, you know, people go to a camp. They're in the left, to the right, up or down. They stay there. Um, they don't see the benefit of talking and trying to build coalitions. Uh, it's a national problem, but it's really a very, very serious problem here in New York. And, and I keep saying this, and, and, I, and I talk about this a lot in social media, if the Jewish community doesn't wake up really, really quickly, we don't begin to exercise the vote and to influence elected officials like we used to, we are in big trouble. Um, it's as simple as that in New York. You know, when, when I was in City Hall, the city is so much different. People say to me, well, why can't another Giuliani arise? The city is totally different. You know, 20, 25 years ago, population was different. Um, the world was different. The world has changed. And if we don't learn to adapt 
we're we're in a serious serious situation. As I said, we started with Bowman. Right. Could you imagine a congressman representing a heavily Jewish district coming out and and condemning Israel and and sort of implying that Israel is like the apartheid South Africa? You'd expect that from maybe some congressman in Ohio right. with, or Michigan, but in New York. And where, where are the leaders of the New York congressional delegation? Where are the Jewish leaders of the congressional delegation? Now, I don't know what they said to Bowman privately, but I don't care about private. I want public, because no one knows what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And I can assure you, by the way, Bowman doesn't care, because Bowman is part of that new coalition, and he couldn't care less about what the old guard has to say. That's also a danger for the Jewish community. You know what I was thinking of the other day, um, and Bruce Teitelbaum was with us. I was thinking the other day that uh, Charles Schumer, and I'm not using this opportunity to bash him. I'm, I'm, this is an analysis. This is literally an analysis. I want to see if you agree. Um, he, he came out against the Iran deal. Uh, mm-hmm. he, 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 he publicly rebuked President Obama for his statements about Israel, if you recall, back in, I'm thinking, 2011, 2012, somewhere at the beginning of uh, the Obama era. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and, and in fact, his own advisors advised him not to come out so strong. But he just lost himself in support of Israel, and he came out <laughs> and made some statements that later he may have regretted in being as strong as he was against the. Rest. I don't know if someone like that, with a history of being, you know, an Israel lover and supporter, I don't know if someone like that would do that today. I don't know if if even he like where is he? Now? I know, I understand he's not a House leader. I get it. But in the old days, someone like like Chuck Schumer in his position and, and you know carrying the weight of the Jewish world on his shoulders would be condemning a new congressman for saying something like this. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, as you said, w- without talking about Senator Schumer, he is now the majority leader of the Senate. He right. has a lot of responsibility. Right. Again, I think that you know, Nachum was saying the same thing. The atmosphere has, has changed, and, and it's really incumbent upon us, people like you, leaders in the Jewish community, people who have a voice to stand up and not wait for um, other people to do something. You know, in the past also, it was sort of a top-down approach. You had a lot of people, very, very prominent rabbis active in the community, some Jewish leaders. They'd pick up the phone, call up a Schumer or call up a Nadler or call up people like that. Times have changed. Or or, um, or or call up Governor Cuomo when he makes an outrageous right. statement about, about why a Jew might get pardoned. Right. But, but absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I hate to say it, and I said it a few minutes ago, I'll say it again. Politicians um, watch very carefully about demographic changes. They watch about voting trends. Um, they just do. And over the last five, six, eight years, the Jewish community is voting less and less and less. And I must also say that because of the changes in local law with respect to fundraising, you know, it's different. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, a lot of politicians relied on on the Jewish community to raise funds to support them. Today, as you know, because of the Internet, social media, and other ways of raising money and campaign financial laws that have been changed, where the city contributes a lot more money uh, to politicians, it's not as important anymore. Right. So and, so, and people from thousands of miles away are taking greater interest in local elections here. Exactly. Right. I mean, literally, you could be running for office right. in, in Northern California. I know, I know how many Jews here poured money into the Atlanta, into the Atlanta Senate races. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Right. So it's Georgia, not as, Georgia, you know, right. It, it's not as important as it was before. So there are a lot of things that are are, are mitigating against us right now. So we have a chance now, Nachum. You know, a mayoral election is coming up, citywide elections are coming up, 
10, 15, 20 city council members are being changed. Now we're going to see what the Jewish community is going to do. There are folks running, and I'd love to come back and talk to you about this for the city council, oh, I'd love who to. are playing footsie with the DSA, with, with vicious anti-Semites. You have Linda Sassor, who receives hundreds of thousands of dollars in city taxpayer money. We have people running for Congress who are openly flirting with folks who are anti-Israel. What is the community going to do about that? What are, we, are, we, are we going to sit and watch passively, or are we going to stand up and we can fight back? This is a big test for us coming up in about five months from now. And, and big picture, Bruce, with all this having been said, I mean, it, it's no secret that you're invested, so to speak, in the future of, I'm talking about financially, in the future of, <laughs> of, of Manhattan and New York City. I mean, you would think the way you're describing things, someone like yourself might, might give up and find a different city, maybe in Texas or Florida, to invest in. Yet you, it, it sounds like you're still ready to do business in New York. Look, um, you know, there's a, yes, the, the answer is momentarily yes. Um, <laughs> you know, you're right. The Jewish community has a tremendous amount invested in the city. Yeshivas, schools, uh, uh, you know, synagogues, uh, centers. There are a lot of older people who live here who can't move so easily. Uh, and this is, you know, where we live. Um, would I like to pick myself up tomorrow and uh, get a condo on the beach of Miami and move to Israel? In a second. Unfortunately, not possible at this moment. Who knows? But, you know, if things continue the, the way they go, I'm not really sure I could live in a city where you have senior public officials who are openly hostile to the Jewish community. Right. I'm not sure if that's a tenable situation for me. And I must tell you, we don't want to wake up one day and find that we're in a city where politicians, important politicians, feel it okay to publicly condemn Israel and then also to start giving money and support to people who are vicious anti-Semites. I'm not so sure that's a place I want to live. And outside of the Jewish piece, <clears throat> um, with, with, that, with the wing of the Democratic Party that's getting more and more control and the type of, of um, uh, policies and attitudes that you've described that you know, so many of the new uh, public officials have, I mean, from that end, is there hope for New York City? You know, for those who would like to, you know, build buildings and and make investments and see businesses grow. I mean, once COVID's over, is it possible? And see the tourism industry boom. I mean, is it possible with all the progressive methods of doing business that we can get back to that type of uh, 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 of, of economy here? It's a tough situation. The answer is we don't know. You have an important show and you have a platform. And I would hope over the next few months, because the Democratic primary for mayor is in June, not that far away. Right. The person who wins that race is going to be the next mayor of New York. Um, I think it's important that we pay a lot of attention to this. The, answer, the short answer to the question is we don't know. If the wrong person gets elected, I can tell you this, though. If the wrong person gets elected and down ballot, if you have other council persons who likewise are just bad people, um, who are so far to the left, I must tell you, future of New York is questionable. New York's not going to disappear. New York is New York. It'll be here. But the New York that you and I know, you know, knew and the new, the new York that we'd like to see um, is not going to be the same. Um, it'll change. And you have to understand the folks, some of whom we've mentioned on the, on the show now and others we haven't, see things totally different the way we see things. They see things in a different way. Um, and it's not a kind of way I think that you and most of your listeners uh, would find acceptable. It's a real danger. We should pay close attention to this. We have four or five months before the next election primary, and we should do everything we can to be educated and get out there in big numbers and, and, and vote 
If we don't, it's going to endanger the community, and it's going to really threaten, I think, the future viability of New York City. Wow. What a picture you've painted for us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I wish right. I could be more, 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 more upbeat. And, but, I, um, and I fear about the next leadership of the NYPD. And, and you know, because yeah. it's not just, I mean, I, so I'm sure you've seen the random attacks on video in Williamsburg and other places, but it's not only the Jewish community. There are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of uh, peaceful families out there living in the five boroughs who want protection and want to have, you know, police being able to do their job on, their, on the streets. And if the, police is, if the police hands are going to be handcuffed by either a commissioner or a mayor or both, then I don't know where this city is going to be heading. Crime is crime is out of control. Um, there have been, you know, the law, the bail reform law that was changed, other laws that were, were changed, and you can thank the New York State Assembly for that. Right. Um, between that and between the changes here in the city, um, it's not. It, it's a bleak. It's a bleak picture. There was a there was an assault yesterday in your neighborhood on the Lower East Side. Right. That was the. You talking about the Friday 11 a.m. Uh, on, Can- on Canal Street? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that was and random, fun. random and and disgraceful and 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 the, the. I mean, just crazy. The whole thing and, is nuts. And and you know something? What's more frightening is that something like that, someone getting off a bus, who was then viciously attacked, stripped, beaten, robbed. That would have been the front page of the paper five years ago. That's Today, right. doesn't even make the news really. That's right. Yeah, well, burning down buildings didn't make the news, so why should that? Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, sure. A pleasure to have you on, and uh, let's, hope, let's hope and pray for a better New York City as we move forward, and I think we have the opportunity to play an important role in that. So I, I think you're right. I'm going to call up Andrew, make sure he gets on your show oh, quickly. Oh, thank you. Uh, big, big thank you to Andrew Yang for his anti-BDS statements, and anybody in New Rochelle, Riverdale, <laughs> Yonkers, anybody in that area, if you work or live in that area, and, and Bauman is your is your congressman, please make your voice heard regarding his uh, statement about the occupation that he made over the weekend. Thank you, Bruce. Amen. Thanks, Malcolm. Be well. Bruce Teitelbaum, everybody. Amazing analysis, and I thank him. Wednesday morning, Erev Tubishvat here at JM in the AM.
our link with Sinai and our Father on high so we'll keep on learning forever
There's been times that I don't wanna go, but I know that I really gotta keep on going. I keep on going. The negativity tries to enter me, but I scream, let me be, and I keep on rolling. I keep on rolling. And that me that I wanna be set and free, and believe me, that he'll keep growing. Keep on growing. Oh, yes, there's ups and yes, there's downs, but it's guaranteed that it all turns around. Just hold on, just hold on. Don't let go, don't let go. You can't let go. You gotta keep on moving on. Hold on.
ライライライラティリライライライラおいよいよいやしれいぬティリライライライラティリライライライラおいよいよいやしれいぬティリライライライラティリライライライラおいよいよいやしれいぬティリライライライラティリライJ.M. and the A.M., Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman together with that brand new one. Video is fun, and the song is uh, also a lot of fun. Avi Krauss and Neeson Black before that with Hold On. The Journeys classic was Lule to open up that set here at J.M. and the A.M. Well, it's no secret that we're celebrating Tubishvat tomorrow here at J.M. and the A.M. Mayor Weingarten and I, probably for the, oh gosh, I'd have to figure this out, probably the 28th consecutive year. I think 28 makes sense, somewhere in that area. Uh, we'll be hosting and celebrating a Tubishvat special tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. right here at JM in the AM. It is uh, wonderful to have JNF USA 
as a presenting sponsor of tomorrow's Tubishvat special. I do want to remind everybody that they are in the middle of an amazing campaign. It's called, For Those You Can't See, Plant a Tree. What a meaningful way to spread the love and let the people you care about know you're thinking of them. It's easy. Visit jnf.org slash trees, jnf.org slash trees. Call 1-800-542-8733, 1-800-542-8733, and choose a certificate to send to your friends. They'll get a lovely, thoughtful gift from you, and you'll help green the land of Israel. It's a win-win situation. Visit jnf.org slash trees or dial 1-800-542-8733. And JNF, uh, JNF USA has not allowed this Tubishvat to go by without taking advantage of the fact that Tubishvat allows us to focus more in the classroom um, about Israel, focus more on the land of Israel. And they put together an amazing uh, an amazing uh, packet, educational packet, that has been sent around to God knows how many hundreds of schools uh, that'll be in use tomorrow all across the country and probably the world uh, with a whole bunch of great information, wonderful photos, some great project ideas, and they even tossed into my packet. I assume everyone got this. They even tossed into my packet a special packet of JNF parsley seeds. So if I'm in the mood to do some planting tomorrow, although frankly I wish it was in Israel, I'd be able to do so as well. The longtime CEO of JNF USA is our wonderful friend Russell Robinson. We love having him on the air, and he is with us live via telephone on this Erev Tubishvat. Russell Robinson, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Well, thank you for having me. I love being on your show, especially on Tubishvat, but all the times, Nachum. And 28 years ago, uh, you said, but I also believe you have the certificate that we sent you when you started your show. Are you kidding me? I certainly do. It's in a prominent location. And I, and I think you always, re- I shouldn't say, I, this isn't fair to accuse you of this, but you may have rolled your eyes a drop when I said it would be impossible to set up this network without recognition by having a pla- a tree planted in honor of NSN in Israel by JNF. But you took me seriously. You took me seriously. You came for the big presentation. It was You, you, you really made a dream come true, so I thank you. Well, thank you, Nachum. And I don't know if you received the watering bill, but uh, we'll forward it on to you It's uh, with uh, interest. As soon as you show me which one is specifically my tree, I'll be more than happy to pay for the watering bill. Uh, <laughs> let's start with this great idea. People have been separated for a long time, and you and I, in the last conversation we had back in August, we oh, no, excuse me, it was not August, it was Cholomoit Sukkot, we lamented that we had not been in Israel in quite a while, even people like us who do travel regularly and have that blessing of traveling regularly to Israel, and now uh, you've given us an opportunity to remind us that not only are we separated from the land and the people of Israel, but there are people who are generally right around us that we've been isolated from, and what a great idea to plant the tree in their honor. So kudos to JNF for that. Well, thank you, Nock. I mean, if you really, it's kind of back to the future, if you look at it. If you imagine, when we started this whole certificate tree planting program, I believe it was uh, about 80 years ago. Wow. You know, it was a way for the diaspora Jewry, by the way, before the state of Israel, establishment of the state of Israel, right. uh, to how to connect to that land. 
And so you did not see that land. Let's let's all remember, you know, it wasn't like we got on our airline and took the nonstop flight. It was 2,000 years of yearning. So we were doing that, not seeing the land, planting trees in memory and in, in, in anniversary and birthdays and celebration. And so it's kind of back to the future, but yeah. we can't be in Israel but for yourself, for your friend, for your loved one, for just a memory of someone, plant a tree and know that now, today, in that soil of Israel, you're still doing it. Uh, easy to do, everybody. Again, it's jnf.org slash trees or the toll-free number at 1-800-542-8733. Russell, you guys don't let an opportunity go by when it comes to uh, educating our young people and really everybody about the land of Israel. Tell me about this packet that I received. I'm assuming hundreds of schools around the country got it. No, 613. <laughs> I had to nice. tell you, by, by some <laughs> unbelievable, crazy coincidence, 613 schools wow. are, are, are getting the packet. Over 3,400 children wow. are participating. So when you think about the future, because, you know, you think about yourself, uh, Nachum, think about that memory of that tree in, in preschool and, and, and that, that uh, uh, connection to that land today and tomorrow. There's going to be over 3,000 children having that memory that they're going to talk about 15, 20, 30, 50 years from now. Yeah. And so it's not only the education of Tubishvat, which I think is so important because as a Jewish people, we should know that we are the originators of Earth Day, and we should take that and celebrate. Who else celebrates uh, a, a new year for the earth like we do. And to have all those children participating, connecting to Israel, that's the special uniqueness of Tubishvat Jewish National Fund in this moment. And we should mention, um, and you and I have had an opportunity to discuss this topic before, uh, these are Jewish schools all across the board. I mean, we're talking, sometimes people don't realize that, you know, no matter what uh, someone's ritual observance might be, no matter what, uh, no matter how much they are or are not affiliated in general with Jewish communities, there's tremendous spirit for Israel among families around this country. So we're talking about schools of all types getting this activity um, 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 a book or activity box, I should say, and um, and being connected to Israel uh, through JNF. And I remember as an elementary school kid how important Tu B'Shvat was. I remember it. I'm telling you. I, I, it, it, you know, every little bit, every time we go to a parade and every time we go to a demonstration, every time we observe Tu B'Shvat in the diaspora, all this has a cumulative effect to get us as adults to be lovers of the land of Israel. So this is really, really important. And by the, well, way, and by the way, the parsley seeds are uh, in the envelope because it'll help uh, the make-your-own-Herzl-Chia-Pet activity that JNF is proposing. And I'm not kidding, folks. There's actually, exactly. there's actually a Herzl-Chia-Pet activity, and the parsley seeds, which I thought I would just plant, <laughs> the parsley seeds are being used for that purpose. So it, it, there's a lot of creativity here. You have a lot of people doing creative stuff to make it fun for the kids. Absolutely, because again, I go back. You you remember as a kid. Yep. We want those memories to be there. And so imagine that tomorrow... Like I said, over 3,000, and you're right, from all denominations yep. and all, all, all kinds of people from around this country and, and participating and participating, connecting to Israel and participating in planting a tree and, and doing the exercise, learning about Theodore Herzl, learning about Zionism, and that memory 
Well, they're going to do it tomorrow. Yes, it'll be virtual, and, and they're not going to have all the same experiences maybe we had, but they're going to remember. And you know what? There'll be a radio station, um, you know, in, in 30 years from now, and they'll be talking about, I remember when I was a kid. No question about it. And I love the fact that they included all the biblical texts so that the kids could see that all of this can come straight from the Torah, straight from the Bible, and that you've included all these different things, the fun stuff, the uh, the academic stuff, everything in one packet for people to enjoy. And I hope the teachers who are listening right now, I hope you've gotten your box from JNF and that you're going to incorporate it into tomorrow's schedule right after our JN, JNF, JM and the AM Two Bishvat special ends. You get into the classroom and make sure to inspire the children. Now, one other thing that was in the box Another box, the very, very amazing and iconic JNF blue box. Uh, this is a little bit different than the one that I saw in Jonathan Greenstein's catalog. Do you ever see the Greenstein catalog, by the way, Russell? Do you ever see it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was thinking about how my collection could go. But uh, I think of uh, you. Yeah, every- I saw it. And by the way, we see it all the time. People who have had collections, you know, all their life, their grandfather's collections. Uh, so it's an amazing, uh, iconic uh, uh, piece of, of Judaica now. There was one in the catalog from this past Sunday's auction. That was, I think, 1901 Palestine. That, that, and it was a box. I think I've seen all of the you know, iterations of the JNF blue box. This was one I never saw before. So it, it's just it's unbelievable. These have become real collector's items in the Jewish world. The one I have in my hand is not a collector's item yet. This is the 2021 edition. But it does tell the story of the blue box. i got to read this with you on. Give me a second. It says the first JNF collection box, box was actually Theodore Herzl's hat, which he used at the 5th Zionist Congress in 1901 when he asked delegates for donations to purchase land in Eretz Yisrael to reestablish a Jewish homeland. Two weeks later, the iconic blue box, or pushka, was born, stamped with the words National Fund. Small tin boxes were distributed to Jewish communities across the globe. They numbered over 1 million by the start of World War II. So as much as we joke around, this box had a lot to do with connecting to the land and practically buying land in the land of Israel. Right. Really, if you look at it, uh, 120 years ago, you know, people were, and and they didn't have a a radio station. They didn't have the information that we could have today instantaneously. You know, they had to dream. They had to hope. And and they put their, and those coins were major gift uh, pieces. So you've got to understand, they were putting money, money that was taking food off of their plate, Nachum, and they were giving it to what? A 2,000-year dream to repurchase the land of Israel. And all of that together really shows about who we are as a people, that we're about that great vision and that great adventure. And, and, and that's what's so special about us, and that's why the, the movement of the Jewish people is stronger than ever before. Oh, it is so true. Well said. And we don't realize the sacrifice and commitment made. Now, you know, people from that generation would laugh at the complaints that we have. Even, even now, during COVID, when we can't get to Israel, people would say, yeah, but, you know, once this thing is over, you're 10 hours away. <laughs> and you're able to walk the land freely and watch it being built. Hey, what's what's going on now? I mean, you're always involved in, in so many projects, whether it's, uh, I mean, I can go through an entire list of things. What's, what's on the JNF uh, plate right now? What are you trying to build in Israel? So I could I could talk from the the north. We're building a culinary institute up in Kiryat Shimon, right, Galilee Culinary Institute. Right. Uh, but I'm going to just talk very quickly, if I may, knock them on the biggest project ever in the Jewish world. 
And now that's a big statement. Yeah. But we're building a village, a 20-acre Zionist village in Beersheba for expanding our high school in Israel, in which we have had over 1,500 students a year for a semester abroad experience. We want to take that to five thousand where they'll get their AP calculus courses but they'll get four thousand years of Jewish history. We're gonna have college students coming on gap year, ours and others at our village. We're gonna have post college students having one year internships at technology and biomedical uh, fields in Israel. And can you imagine every Shabbat they'll go to somebody's home for Shabbat dinner. When they come back, they will know the people on the streets of Beersheba and Kiryat Shemona. They will know the people of Israel. And an adult education Zionist center for synagogues and teachers to come and to learn and to have a hotel there. It's going to be all the biggest project happening, the Is International Israel Education Village in Beersheba. We're now in the planning stages for the next six months. We have focus group if people want to be on it. Come online on jnf.org. And it is going to build the new conversation of the Jewish people, the conversation about our shared destiny and our shared values. How long will that project take? In five years, you and I are going to cut the ribbon together. It is so amazing. It is so incredible what you're saying. And it will attract people from everywhere students from, I mean, God knows from what, how many corners of the earth to come and to explore Israel as they continue their education. And what could be better? What could be better? We know what it's going to lead to. It's going to lead to more and more people gravitating to the Holy Land and getting there on a permanent basis. And you being a partner with Nefesh Benefesh, I'm sure you're in favor of that, frankly. A hundred percent. And you know what? We're going to broadcast the show from our, our new village when Woo! we open, uh, Nahum, because you are part of that new conversation, part of the conversation for the generation of tomorrow, the conversation that at this moment in the crossroads that we are in Jewish life, that a Jew from Brazil and Birmingham, Alabama yeah. Yeah. Uh, will come together and have a conversation and the world is shrinking with technology, with the WhatsApp, with the messaging. And we in the Jewish world have to understand that it is not just our neighborhoods anymore. We're a Jewish community of 15 million Jews around the world, and we have to talk to each other. It's what our prophets guaranteed, what we as lay people always dreamed about. It's just incredible what's, uh, uh, what's um, uh, coming forth from the land of Israel. Are you having uh, any dried fruit tomorrow? What's on your Tubishvat menu for tomorrow? So we're having a, <laughs> a virtual staff to Bishvat, you know. So uh, I have a town hall every two weeks with my staff uh, across the country. So we'll do a to Bishvat. So we're all going to have some fruits and drink some, uh, uh, um, not wine, because we're working. Um, uh, uh, but we'll drink different grape juices and we'll, we'll go through a short to Bishvat program. And so all of us will be participating in it. And if I can say, Nakam, there's sure. two things I do want to bring out as well. Yeah. Because it is Tubishvat. First, there has been an increase of people getting pets during this quarantine. Right. Ah, so go online on jnf.org forward slash trees, and we have a pet certificate. So plant a tree <laughs> in honor of your pet or the person who got a pet or the child or the grandparent and plant a tree and post it on your uh, social media that here's the tree. Uh, we're doing it, Marcy and I, for our buddy, uh, which my daughter came home from Israel on Rosh Hashanah. She stayed for two months. 
And uh, uh, somehow in that two months, we ended up getting a puppy, and she went back to Israel. So, um, <laughs> And now you're taking care of him, huh? <laughs> yeah, so we, we love Buddy. We're planting a tree for Buddy. And also, uh, we have a couple of donors who have donated this, did, without telling you to do it or not to do it. But if you go get a COVID-19 shot, go online, get a free tree planted for you. And uh, it's uh, provided by a couple of our donors who just said anybody who gets a shot deserves a tree. And so you go online, it's free of charge on jnf.org forward slash trees. And if you got a shot, get it. I don't know if you could use it as your certificate of authenticity, but why not? Well, I'll tell you something. Anything that encourages people to get vaccinated is wonderful, and that's a great thing that JNF is doing. So if it's an incentive for you folks, now you have an opportunity to have a tree planted, go get your vaccine. And now I understand why it's a Herzl Chia pet that's this year's project, because the the pet theme is certainly a dominant one during COVID-19. Is Buddy going to be tuned in tomorrow morning? Is he generally tuned into our specials, or uh, he may pass on the Tubishvat special? I'm I'm telling you, we're going to get Buddy to be listening in. After all, you never know. Someone may actually plant the tree on his behalf. You never know. Right. Uh, Russell, I thank you. Happy Tubishvat and continued success. JNF USA is amazing, and it's a pleasure to see the work that they're doing on a regular basis. Thank you very much, and really, uh, a hak to everybody. And, and just to take that moment, because if I may, just for one sure. second, Malcolm, take that moment. This is that moment, Tubishvat, where it's a magical moment. The seeds, the, the roots underneath the ground are now going to start opening up and allowing the water to flow in it. The, the, the trees are going to start blooming very soon. Uh, we're all in this darkness of, of quarantine. Tubishvat is a matter of that life cycle beginning. And let's celebrate the earth. Let's celebrate each other. And Haksameh to everybody. Thank you so much, Russell Robinson, everybody. Incredible. Thank you to JNF USA. Tubishvat is tomorrow. Chag Pretty amazing, huh? You'll hear that song again tomorrow that I can guarantee. Tu bishvati gia, ashkedia porachat. Oh, you'll hear it tomorrow, all right. <laughs> it's Erev Tu Bishvat at JMDA. My thanks to Russell Robinson, jnf.org slash trees. <laughs> He's CEO of JNF. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing. I'll tell you, everyone's buying pets. They figure out a way. To capitalize by having people plant trees in honor of those pets. I got to give them credit. And the, the the blue box, which is barely blue, by the way. The new blue box is barely blue. But it looks great. It really looks great. And um, it's part of the, I'm sure you can get it online from jnf.org. But it was part of this packet that was sent to me. 
representative of what they're sending or what they've sent already all around the country to 613 schools. Um, all these projects, including uh, the Herzl Chia Pet, the biblical texts about trees, appreciating trees in our own neighborhoods and communities. Lots of cool stuff. And the parsley seeds, which I was going to plant, are for the Chia Pet Project. Uh, JNF.org slash trees or 1-800-542-8733. JM and the AM, good morning. I put on my list for today to try to get some Buxer. I hope I'm able to obtain it. It would be embarrassing if I'm on the Zoom broadcast with uh, Mayor Weingarten tomorrow in celebration of Tubishvat. And I don't have the most important thing about Tubishvat with me. I'll never live it down. So I'm going to try to get to a uh, a Buxer location <laughs> sometime later today. A Buxer location. Try to do that. Hey, our friends at Art Scroll have a 30% off sale on all Mishnayis and Talmud. All Mishnayis and Talmud, 30% off till February the 10th. Take advantage. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Today's International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yad Vashem has posted some amazing exhibits, including the one entitled My Lost Childhood. Mark International Holocaust Remembrance Day 2021, which is today, by going to yadvashem.org.il, yadvashem.org.il. And um, and you'll have a, a lot of material there to uh, make today even more meaningful as International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Um... The Mika Amcha Yisrael, someone wanted to, that was Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman together with Mika Amcha Yisrael. Someone commented on the app. And hello, AJA Carpool number 267. I know the daffodils are sprouting down there in Atlanta on this era of Tubishvat, according to listener Daniel. Um, yeah. So there you have it. Today on... Uh, on the Nahum Siegel Network, right after JM and the AM, it's Yoni Pollock with great Jewish music on Bite Size. It's uh, Wednesday's live lunch. Avrami's going to be hosting from 11 until 1. It's an hour of Jewish soul with Charlie Bernhau tonight at 7 p.m. with great cantorial music. And, of course, the uh, encore of JM and the AM happens at midnight, which is 7 a.m. in Israel. So those of you who are, uh, those of you who are inclined in Israel to utilize our prior JM in the AM for your wake-up morning show. Very smart. Starts at midnight, midnight Eastern time on the Nahum Siegel Network. Miami is next at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. <clears throat> on the Zerub Tubishvat. Special is tomorrow. Join us, everybody. Oh, you'll be glad you did. No one celebrates Tubishvat like we do. All tomorrow morning right here at J.M. in the A.M. Make sure to be tuned in. Looking forward to it. Oh, are we looking forward to it? Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, in the beloved NSNF. Wraps up a, a wonderful Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
Tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. and it's our two Bishvat special. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.